Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name's Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. We are here to discuss the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all the news and discussion you will have for you, but also tonight we'll be discussing episode seven of season three of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Chaos Theory. That's correct. Jeff says the names because he knows those sorts of things. This is the sort of thing that I always, you know, keep track of. As a well-prepared podcaster. (laughs) Is that what I am? (laughs) I don't feel like that sometimes. As a more prepared podcaster <laughs> than you. All right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I meant. So news. Guess what happened this week, Matt? Yeah, I think... Uh, I like... We got to talk about that trailer. Yeah, that trailer. That Jessica Jones trailer. <sighs> the number two. Tra- full, the second full trailer. We've, yes. We've had a lot of little smalls. Oh, yeah. We've the had teasers. teasers out the wazoo, but... Um, yes. Full trailer number two. Uh, it was great. It was awesome. Oh, man. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, we're going to talk about it now. It's so a spoiler alert. Uh, but, yeah, just... But go watch it. <laughs> I thought it was a lot lighter than the first one. It did seem a lot uh, a lot less foreboding and more action-y. Yeah, but after that first trailer, I already have a sense of how dark this show's going to be. And so all, all the lines they kind of played for, for humor... I thought we're kind of sad. Like when she's like, how do you handle all this? It's called all whiskey. This. And she's like, it's called whiskey. But they have this music behind her like, and, and, and it's supposed to be really funny. And that's why I chuckled. But you're like, oh, I was like, oh, that's she's sad. an alcoholic. Yeah. And I think on the show, I think on the show, it's going to be a little like, it's, a, it's called whiskey. And then her friend's like, mm, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> it's called an intervention. <laughs> You need help. It's called AA. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that she. Uh, I don't think that. I think it's going to be less funny than that trailer was. I think okay. that trailer had a lot of like quippy lines that, in context, are not going to be so funny. <laughs> like it almost made her alcoholism look cool in this trailer. Yeah, and I don't think that's how this. Well, is Well, I mean, look. it started with like last call. And she's like making a double, and he's like, "Okay, you drink a hard, hard day at the office," and she's. I don't get asked on a lot of second dates. The the like the way that her voice sounded was so different from when she was narrating the rest of the trailer. Like, yeah, she sounded legitimately drunk. Interesting. I just thought she sounded like she was hitting on that tall drink of water. Uh, that that Mike Coulter, Mm-mm. sir. <laughs> this is a, a large fellow. That is a that is a grand. Fe- he is a Luke Cage of a man. <laughs> Oh wait, that's correct. That is um, correct. Yeah, yeah. I, I the trailer looks a lot more fun, which I'm glad. Marvel's thing is being fun, is and being quippy. a little fun and quippy while having weight to your stuff. And so this is looks like it's going to go further in the direction of weighty and depressing. Uh, and it's going to be the darkest thing that Marvel's ever done. I think I think you're right. I hope they're able to balance that with weighty, depressing but still have some of that Marvel fun in there. That Marvel quippy. I think they were able to do that with Daredevil pretty well. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to add the characters that that keep it quippy. Like, um, if you had Matt Murdock without Foggy Nelson, it just would not have been as good. Speaking of characters in this trailer, the main headline for me is actual shots of David Tennant as Purple Man. Yeah, actual shots of David Tennant as Purple Man, but also you don't, you, you hear his voice not through a speaker. This time, yeah, for the first like first time in any of the trailers. Yeah, I was I was a little worried how much he's going to be in the thing. That's not true. Damn it, I misspoke. Yeah, because in the first one he says you'd like to invite me in, and the guy's like, 
Of course. Yeah, but even that, you don't see his face. Like, they do a lot in that first trailer, they did a lot of hiding him. Yeah. In this trailer, they straight up showed him that. And it still still didn't show him much, but when they did, it was very impactful. Well, you also get, the, like, the shots of his full-on purple suit. Yes. Going on, which oh. looks snazzy. And he's, like, leaning over that cubicle, and he looks just so playful. Yep. He looks so, like, look at me. Look what I'm doing. I'm making all these people aim guns at themselves. <laughs> like, oh, gosh, calm down. Step forward. It's like an evil purple doctor. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to be able to deal with this. <laughs> you just have to imagine him as Tom Riddle rather than the doctor. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. I know. I. I it's going to be hard for you. Plus, I. I don't know. I, I think this is going to be better than Tom Riddle. <laughs> well, yeah, but still. not that not that Potter's bad, but it's uh, you know, eh. <laughs> not a huge Potter fan. That's fair. That's fair. Not a huge part. I, I read them all, but that's more of a fan than I am. I just watch the movies. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're all right. <laughs> You're okay. I was. I, I, I actually listened to them all. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, I listened to all the different. books. That's different. Eh, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Still got the the I was context. On a cross country tour, and I just listened to them as I drove across country. Ah. Yeah. Yay, audiobooks. So anyway, that trailer? Do we want to keep talking about that trailer, or do we want to move on? Uh, I like that we also saw Carrie Ann Moss <clears throat> yeah. in there. Uh, that's, that's cool. I don't think I've seen her since The Matrix. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm sure that's my fault, not hers. Uh, it is. She's been in other things, but yeah. she's She uh, was in Fido. Oh, yeah. I did see that, but I didn't remember her being in it. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, no, yeah, I... I uh, she she just she adds a bit of um, goodness, a bit of uh, pedigree to this to this show. There you go. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Which, speaking of a bit of pedigree, Doctor Strange, our other piece of news for this week. Oh. There are set photos of Chiwetel Ejiofor on the set of Doctor Strange. Yes, as Baron Mordo. Yes. Not just on the set, like, hanging out, but, like, as Baron Mordo. Yes. And he looks so good. He looks great. He looks so cool. He looks like Chiwetel Ejiofor. How can he not look He looks cool? like Baron Mordo. Uh, if, if any of you don't know who Chiwetel Ejiofor is, he Baron was Mordo. most recently famous for being in uh, 12 Years a Slave and The Martian, which he's amazing in. Uh, but for me, he will always be the operative from Serenity. <laughs> Okay. Forever and always. Forever and always. Which you still have not seen, right? I still have not seen that movie. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Is it killing you inside? It's killing me a little bit. My bad. We've got to watch that sometime soon. Okay. I'll download it. Okay. Um, Right now? uh, Yeah, we'll be back, everybody, for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Take a quick podcast break. We often do that to watch the trailers. Let's just do that and watch Serenity and discuss it. You know, screw this episode. Nah. It's a very good episode of Agents this of S.H.I.E.L.D. This amazing episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Let's just scrap that and it's go gr- talk it's, about it. It's Serenity. great. No, it's great. It's fine. But, yeah. like... <laughs> Spoiler alert, it was good. <laughs> it's good. We're done. Let's talk about S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> um, so, uh, the other, uh, other other little piece of news we had was uh, Vin Diesel saying that the script for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was a real page-turner. Yeah. Which I yeah. found I found He hilarious. couldn't put it down. I found that hilarious because I bet they only sent his own lines. <laughs> he just kept turning the page. Oh, wow. Ooh, I am Groot. Groot. Ooh. I am I Groot. Am Groot. Huh. He just really likes the fact that he's Groot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
No, um, he uh, he said in, let's see, in a video. Yeah, it was in a video on his Facebook page. Um, he said that his son is particularly excited about it. Uh, he said he's probably one of the less than uh, ten people in the world that uh, that was blessed to get the script so early. Uh, he said the only time I get a script that comes with a CD, that's just how my brother rolls. And he holds up a CD that is Awesome Mix Volume 2 that's awesome. written on it. Yeah, that's how they did the first one. Uh, he apparently sent out the Awesome Mix with the scripts. Yeah. Um, and you had to know it. You had to know the feel of the movie. Yeah. It's awesome. That's really cool. So, I'm down. I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, what's going to be on Awesome Mix number two? I don't know, man. I wonder if it'll go a few years later. I wonder how old Awesome Mix number one was when he got abducted. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, super excited. The The, the real news, though, is that the script is real. Yeah. Like, the script is real. It's, Other people it, are it's seeing happening. it. It's happening. We've been hearing James Gunn talk about he's working on it. He's, you know, making progress. But it's it's in someone else's hands now. Like, yep. Pretty great. See, pretty great, everybody. I was thinking about this, the way that everything's been rolling. Like, we're doing news about, like, this is, ha- like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is happening right now. Like, Civil War is coming up. Jessica Jones is coming up. Luke Cage, Daredevil. Like, all these things are coming up. Yep. And, like... The way that it's that it's happening, like we're just I see this shift like for a while we were talking about like Dr. Strange casting and Dr. Strange uh, rumors of story and whatnot. And like little Dr. Strange script is done and that kind of thing, things like that. And then like we're into like Civil War set photos and then Jessica Jones, like uh, the teasers and whatnot. Yeah, we're constantly getting new information about each of these projects as they're slowly becoming more and more and, real in our minds. Yeah, and like the big things that we're excited about are just like becoming more and more and more real. Like Civil War is like we're getting the next the first trailer next month. Yeah, I, I you Jessica know, Jones is happening next week. And just oh gosh, really? Is it yes, really next it is week? next week. Oh my gosh. Okay. We, <laughs> Yeah, by the way, we're doing a big, it looks like we're going to do a big giant-sized team-up network crossover for Jessica Jones, and we're going to have various uh, guest hosts in for uh, the Jessica Jones watch. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of give you guys a taste of the other giant-sized team-up network folks and help us get them out, because one a day is going to be uh, involved. It's going to be very it's involved. It's going to be awesome is what it's going to be. It is. I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> luckily, luckily, though, for me at least... Uh, that's it comes out right before the Thanksgiving break at uh, at the the college the community college that I'm doing or then yeah. that I'm attending nice so like nothing school wise is going on then I just have work and like who cares about work awesome. I'm gonna try to work really hard this week so I don't have a whole lot of extra work that week so I can really just go with you and barrel into it and watch them all <laughs> I don't know that I'm gonna do it crazy. But I won't be burdened by work. Yeah, I'm going to do it crazy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> That's right. All right. It's well, not um, at me like that. <laughs> well, we have a little general feedback before we go into our spoiler section for tonight. Yeah, not a uh, lot of news. Not not a lot of news. I guess that's everything. We're done with news. I mean, there wasn't really anything that was like incredibly newsworthy other than like the awesome set photos, the huge trailer coming yeah, out. It's good, good stuff, but nothing, nothing, no, not too much happening. Oh, um, another thing. Um, yeah. Last week, we talked about the one set photo of Doctor Strange that had come out that we yeah. saw. A lot more have come out since then, mm-hmm. but it took a little bit for the episode to hit. 
And whenever I uh, shared it on Facebook, I kind of gave the other set photos that were just involving Benedict Cumberbatch. I put those on there, gave them as kind of like a an I'm sorry gift when I shared it. <laughs> so I was just like, here's this, just because it's late. You enjoy, have a good day. That's cool. That's cool. That was nice of me. So there's lots, lots of set photos on our Facebook. That's, that's Hooray. cool. Yeah, I dig it. So we got some general feedback is what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. Ben Shankle. Oh, yeah. Ben Shankle on Facebook says, hey, guys, exclamation mark. He's excited. Thank you, Ben. So been listening for a while, over a year at least. Ooh, it thank has, you. Has for it, real, thank you. It has been that long? Oh, yeah. It's been a little over a year. Wow. Okay. He said, anyways, <laughs> if you are a fan of Comic Storian, then I highly suggest you check out Comics Explained and Comic Pop on YouTube. They all cover comics, history, and news, and also do a weekly podcast on Tuesday called The Weekly Pull. Anyways, keep up the good work, guys. Cool. I will favorite The Weekly Pull right now so I can check it out. I, uh, yeah, like, YouTube, I find it hard to watch YouTube. It's just, like, because I have to be sitting in front of a computer or whatever, like... Or your phone. Or my phone on Wi-Fi watching it, you know? You can't really... While I'm out in the world. But, uh, I love anything with a podcast. I'm all over. What carrier do you use? Uh, what do you mean? Wireless carrier. Oh, AT and T. AT and T. Okay. I was yeah. I was thinking that if, weekly uh, pull is favorited. Thank you. If you had T Mobile, they just did a a big thing that was like any streaming videos are um, not going to count toward your data really? allotment anymore. Like only within their service, but they have like a specified set of streaming services like video streaming services like netflix and hulu and things like that yeah youtube is not one of them but still netflix and hulu that's huge yeah and it's only in 480p streaming but it's free interesting okay i'll check that out maybe i I don't know i (laughs) there are i've seen a lot of good deals over the years on uh, cell phone carriers and i've thought about changing over but right now i'm on like a family plan with my brother and his wife and so you know probably stick with too good of a deal to probably stick with that yeah well uh guys that's all of our non-shield talk this week not of our all of our non-spoilery talk yeah unless you guys really want to watch serenity and talk about it right now because i will i will no. Okay, okay. We got things to do, man. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I will do this for you. Well, let's dig, let's dig right into the S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, stuff. <laughs> uh, we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. G-S-T-U. Yeah. If you would like to reach out to us, we're at mcucast.com, where you can find everything about us. Uh, we're at facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast on Twitter, and uh, mcucast at gmail.com if you want to hit us up on the emails. Uh, if you'd like to leave some feedback to be played on the show, uh, uh, some actual audio feedback, you can just give us a call at 573-CAST-MCU, and we will receive your feedback, and we'll uh, get right to it. Um, so, yeah, that's how you can reach us. Uh, also, it really helps us out to subscribe on iTunes and to leave a five-star review. Uh, all right, time to go into our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Chaos. Chaos Theory. Chaos Theory. Uh, episode 7 of Season 3. In 3. Uh, if you spoil, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. In 3, 2, 1. Andrew is Lash, and he was pre-Fish Oil Outbreak Lash? Post? Uh, pre? Around? It's weird. It was, he was post, but it was not related. Yeah. 
He was post, but unrelated. Yeah. Not related to... He didn't take fish oil. He's not one of those people. No, he is not a fish oil uh, salesman. Consumer. Uh, right. <laughs> the snake oil salesman. That's what I was, what I was thinking of. Okay. Um, but there, he, he, he is... Um, yeah. He, he is an inhuman, he is an inhuman after recent a recent convert a, to inhumanism. Yeah. You know, whenever they whenever they showed that, I was just kind of like, "Man, really? Come on. There was such a good opportunity there." I I don't know. I liked that I liked that he's recent mostly because if he wasn't recent, it would have made everything he's done with May kind of invalid. It makes it a much more complex situation if he is the Andrew that we've all known for a couple seasons and that May has known her whole life. And, like, he is that Andrew, and this inhumanism has, like, driven him to this, and then it makes him a much more complex character. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Maybe. And, and honestly, Daisy in the end. Daisy, who was like, we can't, you know, suspend, uh, put people in the suspended, blah, blah, blah. We can't suspension gel everyone. Uh, was like, you know, maybe we can suspension gel this guy. <laughs> like, she, she this one, yeah. So, so like, I, it, it honestly, it did a, it did a lot to kind of underline the stakes of the Inhuman breakout to Daisy and Coulson, who were a little uh, Pollyanna about the whole thing. They were a little uh, overly optimistic. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, we get that we get the disparity between the like the blind optimism and then like the absolutely negative, like the most negative person you can imagine, Rosalind Price. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like and we it, get that. It's interesting. In this Andrew Andrew says in this episode, "You're letting your experiences color your judgment." Yeah, and she absolutely was. Yeah, <laughs> which is interesting because you know he's not he's not one of them. Or well, he's. A bad guy, but he was very, being like somewhat sincere in what he was saying. Yeah, I can't trust anything he says now, though. I don't know because he's a trust, bad guy. I kind of trust everything he says. <laughs> no, now. he's a bad guy, so he's you have real, to. He's been real. Uh, he's been pretty upfront since they found him out. You know. Yeah. At least we think. But man, well, it, it just, seems just, like his story was shifting a lot. In what way? It seemed like at first he was like, it was just instinct. It was just instinct, and then it was like, oh, well, you know, I. I, I, I'm a little bit gonna have to kill them. It's just it. Yeah, okay. I'm judging he did, them. He did I'm start, judging. He them. did start justifying it to once Lincoln walked in the room and stuff. He said, "Like, yeah, once you know, he's Coulson dangerous. And were They're in. dangerous." Uh, and he w- at one point he was just like, "It was the beast inside of me." Kind yeah. Of. But then he was justifying his see, the beast's actions. Changing his story. Can't trust anything. Yeah, I can see that. He's just he's a bad man. With a bad plan, it's just no good. I just, I really would have liked for there to, for him to have been like a pre-fish oil inhuman, able to change, and <clears throat> be like from a different inhuman's colony, and yeah, different than the afterlife. Yeah, different than afterlife, which would set up, you know, like it wasn't just afterlife. Where right. all the inhumans lived, because right now that's what it seems like is like there was this one colony. And now they're no more. There's no more organized well, sounds inhumans. Sounds like they, they have a book of the genealogy, though. Yeah, and they could probably go and find the other places, but like, yeah. that's headcanon at this point. They haven't showed us that there's any other sure, sure, old sure. inhumans. Right, right, right. Well, I'm just, yeah, agreed. I just think that 
it's interesting that we have a a ledger. And, yeah. and now that should be in the hands of S.H.I.E.L.D., although Rosalind was definitely... Did you see the way she perked oh, up yeah. when she was like, a, a ledger? And given the, given the end of this episode, all right, just oh, straight up, let's talk about it. Do you think she's Hydra? Or do you think she's working for this guy who she just thinks is from the World Security Council? Is Rosalind a bad guy? Is Rosalind fooling him, or are we being fooled by the writers? Yes. <laughs> all of the above all of those <laughs> I, i'm gonna go more with i think this is a supposition on my part i think that she's being played by the hydra guy or by gideon malik even if he's not hydra technically i think he's hydra i think he's more hydra than ward is and ward just thinks he's yeah ward he, is playing hydra. he seems like old school hydra Ward is like cowboys and Indians in the living room, like around the coffee table, kind of playing Hydra. And Gideon Malik is just like, I'm going to murder you. Yeah. Not to mention, (laughs) he's talking about bringing down Colston and bringing down S.H.I.E.L.D. And and Gideon Malik doesn't even tell him when he gets on the phone. He's like, oh, yeah, I had a plan that was going to deliver Phil Colston into my hands today. But it, (laughs) it didn't work out. But you know, it's cool. I'll just do something else with that. He's just not even concerned with Ward and his you know attempts. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you you do that. Keep um, playing. Yeah, uh, go shoot your little man. pistol. So yeah, I don't know what to think about Gideon Malik, and I don't know what to think about Rosalind. Whether she's actually ATCU and just answering to her up, you know, her uh, her superiors, or if she's. Hydra hiding out in ATCU. I don't know. At this point, I don't think we have enough evidence to say she's Hydra. I don't. She's, think she's a Hydra. really sincere actor. If it's the if if she is Hydra, she's a really sincere actor, and is really doing a good job of hiding it. Yeah. Just ah, uh, I can't. I can't decide. Oh, speaking of Gideon Malik, Mark Amargo on Facebook said to us uh, this past week, Gideon Malik wasn't in the group of World Security Council in Captain America the Winter Soldier because Alexander Pierce was rounding up World Security Council members to execute slash kill at the Triskelion. Would have made sense for Malik, being a Hydra head, to have conveniently opted out of that trip. Yeah, that's a good call, Mark. Yeah, I, when I read that, I was just like, oh, God, duh. <laughs> duh. Yeah, totally, totally makes sense. He wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere near that. He could still maintain his cover that way. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that, that's definitely good, at least headcanon for explaining why he wouldn't be there. Yeah. It just, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense that way. Should I go with the other one that wasn't, uh... Yeah, yeah, we got one more from, uh, this one we already talked about a little bit, but we got one more piece of feedback from kind of last week's episode. Uh, House Vingers on... Twitter says to us, <clears throat> listen to the cast today. My thoughts on Andrew are he's been an inhuman all along, probably here to keep an eye on things for the Cree. He didn't start killing until the outbreak because he didn't know about the hidden inhumans. Just like when the Cree guy came, once the crystal was activated, Lash's job finally became active when these, when all these inhumans started popping up. Just my theory. Oh yeah. Uh, it totally was a legitimate theory until tonight's episode, of course, <laughs> uh, which honestly, I hate to be like you're wrong, but, until I mean, he said... We all learned something. 
Until Andrew said that the ter- it was a terragenesis crystal in the book, or like she rigged it with terragenesis crystals. It didn't look like a crystal was in it there, It definitely though. didn't look like it a crystal. It looked like it was just dust on the page. Yeah, I was actually thinking it might be something else. You know how we had a Mac become a... Uh, possessed with like yeah yeah Cree yeah. Cree tech, Cree uh, well he was sentience or something he was that, like a sentry yeah for the for the city yeah I was kind of thinking and that, that was might when be... he when he touched the um the writing and whatnot yeah I was actually thinking that might be something similar to what's happening yeah could be to, but it's not he he it's, said very clearly it was Genesis and we even saw him go through the cocoon so. yeah when, when he when he went into the cocoon is where I was going ah come on the cocoon looked a little different than I've seen it look in other places though I don't know it was, it was quick it was it was quick and it was sort of more form fitting I don't know yeah well yeah when uh, when Daisy went in and um. Reyna, when Daisy and Reyna went in, in season two, in the mid-season finale, yes. it was like they were completely engulfed in this, like, almost looked like a mountain kind of... Yeah, exactly, like a full mountain cocoon. of cocoon. He was like, it was like they were uh, skimping on the CGI or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, <laughs> Which there, is there, silly. Were, there were two last transformations in this episode that they had to pay for. That's true. And that, honestly, they looked great. They, they, yeah, they didn't they look did. bad at all. Yeah. Uh, I like that we got to see um, kind of him come out of the, the last transformation and like the ridges were still in his head and looked like oh, they didn't yeah. want to go away. Yeah. They like slowly. It's like he they, was fighting to were, get back to humanity. They were like a Klingon for a second and then they slowly <laughs> yeah. submerged, went subdermal on him. Uh, yeah. No, I, I love that. Oh, that was cool. Uh, moving on to the uh, to the more current feedback, uh, Brian Bilsma says to us on Facebook, as if I didn't need any more confirmation, Grant Ward is a huge piece of shit. <laughs> that That's the best opener I've ever yeah. heard. Uh, he said, uh, it's to this point that I definitely, or it's to the point that I definitely want somebody to kill him, but I don't know who. Everybody has one reason or another to kill him, but who has the biggest reason? I have a feeling that if Ward gets killed this season, it'll be of his own doing. The evil inside of him takes himself down. What do you guys think? Also, I really like, really think Coulson is playing Rosalind. He's not that stupid. I can't believe we we're already a third of the way through the season. We're probably only about four episodes from the mid-season finale. Yep, it's episode seven, so yeah. we well, should Well, be... last season it was uh, 10 and 12, so we should be three or four away. Wow. No good. Already. No good. Of course, well, I guess we'll get to Agent Carter real soon, which is exciting. We haven't even heard, like, we have heard almost nothing about Agent Carter. Yeah, which I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited. We, I feel like we know so much about so many, uh, you know, in advance. I'm kind of glad they're keeping something close to the chest. Like they are with uh, Star Wars? You mean, what do you mean? No, like Star Wars, nobody knows anything about it. Oh, I feel like that's not true at all. <laughs> I don't know. I listen to a lot of podcasts where they talk about it, yeah. and they've they've released so much footage. Uh, I mean, they still don't know who's on what side and who's who and all that stuff. Like they they're definitely keeping some big secrets close to the chest, but like yeah. there's there's like four large trailers that almost don't like reuse footage. It's, there's a lot of trailers now. There's an international one that's all totally different than the American yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And that there's one. a there's a new one that came out this week. That's a TV spot that's totally different. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, so I haven't actually even watched it all. Oh, I just man. hear I just hear people talking about it. It looks it's going to be great. Oh yeah, it's going to be so great. Believe me, I hope it is. I just don't think a Star Wars movie ever has been before. <laughs> Damn. 
I know that's that, harsh, man. I know, I know. But that's I gonna mean, get you a lot of hell. That's just fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm partially joking. I love. I enjoy the original, the original trilogy, but not that much. Like they, they, they were never my thing. So, well, you're a Trekkie. I, well, yes, I'm a Trekkie. Uh, I, well, we we could go into this at a different time. I, <laughs> I'm not up for all the, the, the Twitter hate this week. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to have this argument in front of the kids. My thing, I'll just, I'll just state, state my opinions about Star Wars That was Star really Trek. funny, come on. That's true. <laughs> my opinion about Star Wars is Star Trek. Star Wars is good versus evil. It's an action movie. It's not much else. Star Trek is generally a lot more cerebral and a lot more of a... There's always, like, a huge moral choice to be made. Literally in the... It's just... It, there, there's a lot of subtlety mm-hmm. in some Star Trek. Now, I will say there's some bad Star Trek. Don't get me wrong. There's there's so much more Star Trek than there is Star Wars, too. That, yeah, like, that's, that's... There are... True. I, I, I tried to calculate it last week because we talked about starting a Star Wars podcast in preparation for the new series that's coming out in 20... You mean Star Trek podcast? That is what I meant. Did I not say Star, Star Wars. Wars? Star Trek podcast in preparation for the new series they announced, um, which I was like, I wonder how much we can rewatch. And I started looking at it. I was you like, can't. Not all, not any of it. Like, <laughs> if we did one a week, it would take <clears throat> us like, I don't know, fifteen years to get through it all because they've literally been on that long. I mean, they have uh, they have uh, five series, most of which have seven seasons. Except for the original series. The original series only has three. Yeah. And um, uh, Enterprise only has five. But the others have seven. And they're all 22 episodes each. I didn't know that Enterprise went on that long. Yeah. And it got pretty good toward the end. Huh. Starts out a little iffy. But it gets pretty good. Anyway. I, I, I that, that's, that's my thing about Star, Star Wars. I enjoy it. But to me, those movies have always just seemed like, that's a fun action movie where good versus, with good versus evil. And like, it's... It's just so much more on the nose and lacks subtlety. Like, there's like, it's not a moral choice where you can actually think about. It's literally like the guy with the red sword is bad and the guy with the blue sword is good. Like, it's real on the nose. (laughs) I'm not saying it's bad. I enjoy it, Uh but it's like real on the nose. There's like not much to think about there. It's fun to watch, but I'm hoping that this new one is better. I'm really hopeful. Yeah, but. J.J. Abrams' Star Trek does not make me feel like it will be. Because in J.J. Abrams' Star Trek, he pretty much turned it into Star Wars. <laughs> he was like, all right, Star Trek, uh, this subtle thing about cerebral moral choices, blah, 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 man's, uh, you know, like... This guy's con, he's bad. Well, or like, in the first in the first 2009 Star Trek... This guy's Nemo, he's bad. This guy's or, Nemo, he's bad. Or is it Nero? Look how dark their clothes are. Look how light <laughs> these guys' clothes are. <laughs> Look, that guy's in a red suit. He's gonna die. Like it was, it was <laughs> he's 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 expendable. Well, it was Kirk. Um, it was Kirk Star Trek. Doesn't matter how old or new it is. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> Original series was very much about moral choices. There's, it was so corny. Oh yeah, it's corny as hell. But like the in the in every episode, there is a big choice he has to make between two options that don't seem. Neither seem right or wrong. They both seem like, okay, this person has a point. And a lot of times they're represented by Bones and Spock, who are his two advisors, who advise him often differently. And they're all good guys, and they all have different opinions. In Star Wars, it's like, kill the Empire. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not trying to say it's, one is better or worse. 
one is more complex than the other. <laughs> that's fair. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And for me, that's important. Not everybody likes complexity, Matthew. I know. <laughs> I like them both. I don't like either of them as much as some people like one of them. Yeah. But the MCU like has been my yeah, nerd content for the last <laughs> the last 10 years. So that's been like, well, last 7 years. Uh, What's what are we going to call it? Like there are Trekkies, there are what's what's the uh, the Star Wars fan word? I don't know. I don't know. We need to find one for Marvel people. You mean is Star the, the one for Star Wars fans is just kind of like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like Star Wars and I think that's because it's more accessible. It's less whatever complex. So we're going to edit out a <laughs> lot of what we have been talking about for the past 10 minutes? No, I doubt it. <laughs> okay. So what did you think about Brian Bilsma's comment? All right, all right. Let's get back to Brian Bilsma's comments. First of all, yes, Grant Ward is a huge piece of shit. Uh, and <laughs> when do you think Grant Ward is going to die? Do you think it'll be soon, or do you think he's going to be like this overarching villain? Not soon <laughs> enough. I don't know. I like his... He's, he's, he's awful, but he's also... You know, a complex villain that we've seen grow into a villain over time, which I, I definitely enjoy. Unless he becomes the Taskmaster, I'm tired of him. Interesting. Because I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a little bit tired of Hydra. I'm a little bit tired of the whole, like, there's another organization that we have to fight against kind of thing. Like, they did so good with this whole, like, Inhumans thing coming out and, like, the whole inhuman story and then like there's the other planets that they're, that they're wanting to need to visit like with the Fitz and Simmons story like that's neat there's so many other things they could be doing other than fighting hydra again yeah i'm tired of hydra i agree i agree and and honestly what i think is probably going to happen to ward is he's probably going to get kicked out of hydra <laughs> <laughs> and he's just going to go make his own other thing. He's like, well, oh, yeah, I, well, I'll go make Leviathan a thing again. I don't think he's going to even be able to do that. I think he's going to – I think this other guy um, – oh, gosh. Gideon. Malik. Gideon Malik. Yeah. I think Gideon Malik is going to come in, or people like him, and take Hydra back from this Grant Ward fellow. And Grant Ward is just going to be kind of left out in the cold. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and then we'll, we'll sort of feel bad for him because he can't have a family. He can't have a family. He can't have a girlfriend. Yeah, it's rough times. <laughs> a rough times for Grant Ward, and then and then we'll see him, you know, show up next season as a rogue guy doing his own thing. I don't know. That's that's my theory. I really think that he needs to become Taskmaster. To make him interesting again, he needs to put on the hood, have the shield, get the skull face going. Like if he becomes Taskmaster, I'll be okay with it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't really care if he becomes the 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 gets the mask and everything, but I I want him to do something, say something different. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, do you think? Uh. Also, he he says here. Also, I really think Colton is playing Rosalind. He's not that stupid. I don't know. They're not playing it like that. Yeah, I don't know either. He is the spy, though. <laughs> Captain, he's the spy. Yeah. So there's that. I mean. He, his secrets have secrets. Yeah. Mm. And he, he in in most situations like this, he has always had it had a plan. Yeah. Generally so, always. Generally always. 
We'll see if he does this time. Yeah. The one person who was able to get something over on him, it seemed like, was the Rosalyn with that train last season. But she she got a, that over on him pretty good. But they, just, they still sent him in and saved him. But Yeah, like he still got out. Yeah. I don't know. It might be that he's met his match as far as... Man, I don't like the whole... <sighs> I'm using love to make you fall for me so that I can... Do bad things. Do bad things or kill you. Like that's that's a rough storyline. <laughs> they did it with they did it with Ward. They did it with May. You know. Yeah. Ah, it's rough. It's, and, and I mean, honestly, this episode was heartbreaking, especially when, for May. When May told him, you know, I'll never give up on you. Blah blah. blah. He transforms back into Andrew, and then she shoots him a with bunch a, of times with a real gun. With a real gun. They have icers, but no, no, she couldn't trust that. She needed it. To drive him into that uh, that case, that was that was that was some shit. That was awful. I just I didn't know how to handle that when it happened. I was like, uh, "What are you?" Yeah, it was. Oh my god! And then he like he jumps back up and like presses his hand against the glass. That was, and I was classic. Like, oh! That was like classic horror movie stuff, right there. Oh, yeah. That's, that last he comes back. Mm-hmm. He's not dead. You thought you had him. Instinct took over. He came out of the lake. He lashed out. He came out of the lake. I love Jason movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. I like your pun, though. He lashed out. Oh, yeah. Well, he said that or in, in the episode. Oh, uh, yeah. He says, uh, he says, I lashed out. It was instinct. I lashed out. I don't know why they're calling him Lash, because, like, in the comics, Lash does, like, energy whips. Yeah. And he hasn't done that. What reason do they have to call him Lash? I mean, well, the fact that he's lashing out. They've said that multiple times on the show. Yeah. That he's lashing out. I which... think they're just trying to drive that home. Yeah. With just saying that. It's a little lame. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> that is a little lame. It is. Anyway, so Nathaniel Muzzy hits us on Facebook pretty frequently. And um, good God, we have quite a novel here to mention. Yeah, I like it, though. He has a lot of good stuff. He does have a lot of good stuff. probably touch on each point separately, because there's a lot of stuff here. He said, just watched this week's episode, loved it, and loved how much what was a plucky, if clunky, little show in season one is now my my, ah, my favorite TV program. Also, does anyone else feel like all of the actors are just knocking it out of the park this year? I used to feel like Clark Gregg stole every scene he was in, but this season I think everyone has been amazing. I, I would agree with him on that. Yes. I think everyone's done a lot better this season. Absolutely. I don't ever feel like they're acting. I feel like they Clark feel like Gregg is the odd man out at this point. What do you mean? Like, he used to steal every scene when he was Coulson, and everybody else was clunky and weird and right. and plucky and just, you know, off a little bit. And now everybody else is, like, super awesome series, and he's kind of, like, plucky and clunky and out of whack. And I'm like, where did... Is it the hand? Like, what's going on? Mm. I don't think he's clunky as an actor. No, no, no. I think the character is a little, like, just trying to find his place as the director. I don't know. Well, him trying to find his place as the director and also trying to deal with all these threats. Like, it's so different from the Phil Coulson that we knew from the movies going yeah. into season his, one. His directorhood is starting to, it seems like it's, like, taking a toll yeah. on him. So, but... And he's he's just a little off from what I'm used to as far as... Hmm. Colson, so gotcha. But I think he, he's talking he's... about bad acting. So yeah, I just want no. to make clear: I don't think Colson's <clears throat> bad actor in any way. I think it's gone from like other people's not like other people's lack of acting skill 
has gotten better. Like they've gotten better and it's transformed to where they're like, they're making him look bad. <laughs> He's got to step it up now, <laughs> but it's not that he looks bad. It's just that his character is kind of like, I don't know what to do. Mm, okay. Anyway, I don't know how to put it. So Nathaniel Muzzy keeps going saying, uh, show thoughts. Not entirely shocked that Will is part of some ancient order since they showed the order earlier in the season. I've been waiting for that Chekhov's gun to pay off. I I agree. I think that... I don't know that he's in the order. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm not surprised that there is the ancient order. Because, yes, they showed that... When, when I first saw... We, we even talked about it the week before they showed that... Before that episode, we said, it's probably someone... I thought she was in love with someone on the planet. And I said it was probably someone who's like in that ancient order... Or their descendants who were like sent to that planet so oh, yeah. many years ago, uh, but I do think it's obviously with this symbol that Fitz found, it's likely that the ancient order is involved. But I don't know that Will is involved in that, or if he's just a patsy. I don't know if he was just sent there to protect. He's, he's a Hudsucker proxy. <laughs> he's a taxi driver. Why are you just naming random movies? <laughs> well, no, the Hudsucker proxy was actually, you know, the good swap. For the person in charge, like, oh, he's in charge, but we're running things back oh, here. Oh, right, 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 right. But then I just started naming <laughs> random movies. Um, when you looked confused is when I just started naming movies. Right. So <laughs> so, so, I think uh, that's it's, it's a good call. And if he is part of some ancient order and he was there with some sort of nefarious purposes or whatever, maybe even they're not nefarious, I don't know, uh, it's possible uh, that's a good way to get Simmons away from him <laughs> to to allow uh, Fitz and Simmons to maybe come together again. Blossom. Uh, he says, Lance and Bobby's stuff felt a little weak, but it was a very minor thread. And, you know, it it was. Yeah. It, Truth. I actually think there was a little more there than we saw. Uh, at, the, at the beginning of the uh, episode, she's looking at her wound in her shoulder before she goes and talks to him. Yeah. And uh, I agree. They're like, their interaction seemed a little weak and bobby seemed weak she's like we shouldn't go after him you know like yeah like she's giving up but i don't think i don't think it's at all her wanting to protect hunter or i think she's scared i think she's still not Mm -hmm. fully back to her mockingbird self i think she's scared of ward i think she's scared of what he'll do to them yeah so you know every time we mention her being mockingbird or like her character being Mockingbird in the comics, and we just name the name. Right. It it always makes me want her to go through Terragenesis and get some sort of like crazy reflex or like crazy learning yeah. ability and be able to do. Yeah. You know, well, it's absolutely possible. What her name implies. And now that we might have a genealogy, uh, we might be finding out through the genealogy, like someone might find their their parent in there or something yeah. like that. That could be interesting. That would be neat. Yeah. Uh, so. We, Nathaniel Muzzy keeps on with Lincoln joins S.H.I.E.L.D. and Joey is almost certainly going to be a secret warrior. Plus, they have a training facility called the Cocoon. Marvel apparently is also making an X-Men show called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Does anyone think we could get a spinoff if this season goes well? I don't know what he means. I'm a little confused by that, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, 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 I, did, I did like seeing another uh, training facility. That was cool. Um, but yeah, Marvel is apparently making it. X-Men TV show. I think that is a rumor at this point, but it's not Marvel Studios if it it's Fox. Yeah, Fox is making an X-Men TV show. Yeah, I don't know if that's confirmed or not yet, though. I've heard a lot. There's been a lot of rumors about it. It is, I believe. Okay. 
There've been rumors about it for a couple of years now, but I no, and I know like, there's been recent like within the past couple of weeks. Recent, yeah. Well, there was a whole thing that, about them trading the rights to Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's definitely a rumor. Those the fan, rights to Fantastic Four have not returned officially to Marvel yet. So yeah. I don't know if the rest of it's rumor or not. I don't know what he means. Yeah, but I'm not sure about a spinoff <clears throat> uh, because because that's being made by Fox. That would be a totally different universe. Yeah, if they do make an X Men TV show, yeah. uh, and I don't think they would call the x-men tv show agents of shield <laughs> yeah that's that's a little i'm not sure i'm off. not sure what you mean nathaniel sorry um i do like joey's return i love joey's return i really like joey's return. i was a little concerned about him as an inhuman and at him as a character because his power seems dumb his power uh, was to just melt things but now that he's able to build things yeah i'm like him i'm super excited for him now that he has like total metallic control yeah he's like a magneto character sort of yeah yeah sort of like that yeah it's weird yeah anyway so now that he has that like control over metal like that there's so much that he could do and he could be such an asset if he can like if he can control it quickly yeah if he can without having to just like stop and like focus really hard which he's obviously gotten a lot better at it yeah he has uh, I just, I'm cool. glad to see I'm happy to see growth like that and it's really funny to see another character that's like you know like uh, like when Peterson in season one disappeared after like the first episode or something like that and then he came back like 17 episodes later right. like pushing a truck or whatever it was like that pushing yeah. the caterpillar across yeah, the field yeah, yeah. he's just like yeah I can do this ah man we're getting such a good like lineup of superhero super powered people on this show. Yeah, we are. Because we, we haven't seen Peterson in a while. Yeah, but he's still out there. Um, if he could join up, and we have he, him, Daisy, who showed showed off new powers tonight. Yeah, uh, vibrating the air to catch someone was that was pretty awesome. That was intense. Uh, we've got we've got Mag, a little baby Magneto coming up. <laughs> baby Magneto. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. That's funny. And we've got, um, obviously, Lincoln, who has joined up, at least at the moment, and who has a lot more control of his abilities than anyone else does. Yeah. Even more than Daisy, probably. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got, like, years of limited flight and years of experience. You remember yeah. the little levitation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he can, he can kind of fly. Um, one of the... What was I trying to say? Damn it. Oh yeah, when uh when when Joey was so excited saying like if I you know, I work in construction, I could build th- think about I could build things that would take me like not much time at all that would normally take weeks. And then Andrew immediately was like or tear something down. And he just had this look like I wasn't even thinking about Actually, that. Actually, that's not the look he gave at first. At first he says, "Yeah, if I have to." Yeah. And like he said it Kind of hopefully at first, like, yeah, like, yeah, if, I can destroy shit. If I have to. I mean, I don't want to. That's not my goal. But if I have to, I could. Um, yeah, that was, that was I thought fun. that he looked confused. Like, I hadn't thought about that. But, yeah, I mean, if I need to do that, yeah, sure. I, think, I, I felt like he like was, that? I felt like he sounded a little, I mean, we'll have to rewatch. I've only yeah. seen the episode once this this week. Uh, normally, I get to watch it twice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought he seemed actually like, like he wasn't getting the fact that, uh, Andrew was, was <laughs> he wasn't picking up what Andrew was putting down. He was yeah. like, "Yeah, I mean, if I have to, like, <laughs> it was it was pretty good." Either way, he's just like, "Yeah, I'm all excited about it." 
and then just kind of this curveball comes out. And it's like, what? You, okay. Why is that a bad thing? Yeah. If I have to destroy something, I like, we do demolition a lot in, in right, this. Right, like, right. I don't know why this is a problem. I like I like Joey a lot. I'm excited to see. Yeah, him I'm excited to see growing his powers. A new Inhuman come about that like is building himself and like isn't fracturing his own bones and doesn't have a big hole in his chest. Like, yeah, it's pretty great. It's great. Pretty great. Not seeing holes in chests. It's awesome. Uh, Nathaniel Muzzy keeps going. This is this is a long post. He says, Lash is captured and given to ATCU, who is apparently run by Hydra. Not shocked, but obviously they're making their own evil Avengers slash Secret Warriors team, right? That kind of depends on... <laughs> you remember in season one we had the slingshot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sending things into the sun. Yeah. And it was actually sending them to a location that S.H.I.E.L.D. or Hydra could use the things later. The fridge, yeah. The fridge. Um, well, what if they're pulling a slingshot with this these gelled in humans? What if they're putting these gelled in humans, putting them away, but they're really just moving them to a facility where they can work on them? and Yeah, where they can train them. Train them or experiment on them. I mean, yeah. progress requires experimentation. Oh, God. Ew. Yeah, that, that, that line, it will be it's forever like... Ew. Ew, gross. <laughs> I don't why, why did I say that? Ew. It's yucky. I, so I think that the fact that they... Hmm, it is very possible they're using that in that way. But a lot of it might tie into the idea that we were talking about earlier, where whether Rosalind is Hydra or is just working for the World Security Council... What if she thinks that she's putting them away and she expects them all to be nicely, you know, tidy and bundled and put into this little chamber? They're all going to be there when she comes back looking for them. And then she comes back and they're not there. Yeah. Because they're all taken by Hydra. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know what I, what I want to happen because I like Rosalind being a smart and competent agent who is standing up to Coulson. Like she is a she's a match for Coulson at this point, but what I'm scared is if if she's duping Coulson, then Coulson's that, that really hurts Coulson. It really hurts his character a little bit. Yeah. But if other people are duping her, it makes her less. You know, it really lessens less her formidable. character. Yeah. yeah. And I really like the fact that she's like a match for Coulson. Yeah. Uh, so I really I don't know I don't know I don't know what I want. I do want to note the the last thing that Nathaniel Muzzy says in the main post. He says, side note, does anyone feel like this season is the opposite of season one and that we're getting almost constant resolution on or progression to issues? They resolve things in like two episodes now. Not sure if it's good or bad. It does make reckless speculation harder, though. <laughs> I did. I wanted to say that because... I have a little bit of reckless speculation. Oh, yeah? Give us your reckless just speculation. Just based on what we're just talking about just now. Yeah. So, Evil Avengers, right? There has been a thing in comics that was called the Dark Avengers. Okay. Happened during the dark reign of Norman Osborn. Right. We've got Spider-Man rights back. Sure. Norman Osborn could be leading or, like, using Hydra or using the ATCU to get these people so that he could build his own Dark Avengers team. Sure. Uh, the whole thing about that. That North... happened after Civil War, though. Yeah. So it could be coming. Which is coming! Uh, and Spider-Man's going to be in it. 
Yes. Oh the, the only thing about the Norman Osborn idea, if Norman Osborn, and we, we've talked about this before, the fact that they have the rights to use Norman Osborn now, and they could use him even in these shows. Yeah. Um, but if he is, if he did, if they bring him into the universe, are we going to need to wait through him, the storyline of him becoming the Green Goblin, and then he becomes this guy who could head up a dark organization? Or could he be heading up a dark organization and later become the Green Goblin? I, I think that that one would be the case if they're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. It, would, it would definitely be like he's heading up this evil organization, and then when he realizes that he's not on their level and needs to be to control them, he does the Green Goblin thing. Interesting. Or he could just take that uh, the Iron Patriot suit. Because it's what he did in the comics. Sure. It's where that came from. I was from. thinking a lot about Daisy tonight, watching her with her powers and how they're developing. Why is she not just an Avenger? <laughs> right? <laughs> at this point. <laughs> like, she literally can move mountains. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and she and, did in the last season. I mean, she is arguably more powerful than, like, a Hawkeye or a Black Widow. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's not as well-trained, but she's getting there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that. I, I was just like... I guess Coulson needs her and isn't like turning her over to the bigger Avengers. <laughs> like, hey, like, hey, hey guys, you could join this team. No, no, not yet. Well, she also doesn't have any aspiration toward it. Sure, sure. So far. she She's changed so much since season one. And I think, believably so. Yeah. But given the fact that she was like a... Uh, anti-secrets sort of hacker person and now she's part of the most secret organization <laughs> and like a main part of the most secret yeah, organization like the left hand of yeah and she's defending the actions of of you know this organization to like capture and detain and like uh, all, all this stuff of of, of superpowered people um but she's got such good intentions sure like we need to to get them contained for a little bit so that they can chill out, figure out what they're doing with themselves, and then we can move on. That's why it's called the cocoon. Yeah. Because they send people there so that they can go through yeah, their... Yeah, they're caterpillars. Yeah. It's the... They go through their, their little process and then emerge as beautiful butterflies. Yeah. Or That's beautiful the whole thing. Joey they talked about caterpillars. They're beautiful Joey Gutierrez. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um... Oh, and then uh, the thing he says, forgot to mention, and there is a world summit on superpowered people. Obvious Civil War setup, delicious continuity. Delicious. Yes, it is delicious. Um, I, I, I loved that line that Coulson had. Uh, I can't believe I'm about to say this. The president has to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was really, really, really great. It was so important. And you know, without Hunter... Being a dick and chasing Ward, we never would have found out that Andrew was Lash. It's true. It's true. I don't know if that justifies what he did, but... It doesn't. It, well, he, he was it, still it, such a dick. It doesn't, but... It, I don't know. The whole, the whole That whole thing's hard to discuss. <laughs> it's like... Hard topic. It is. It is, because I like Hunter so much, but he was kind of a dick about Maze Boo, but then... He, but he had no idea that uh, Maze Boo was Lash. So, you know, he had no idea. Yeah. Nathaniel Muzzy also says, last thing that he says, <laughs> he says, also I'm worried that Lincoln's dark past is that he is Ward's little brother. That is interesting. 
That's a you said it yourself, Nathaniel. That rampant or reckless speculation is difficult uh, in this era, and I think it is. But that's some pretty good reckless speculation. I like it. What is Mac as Ward's little brother? I think um, there might be some genetic problems with that. (laughs) Maybe being a possibility, but (laughs) I would I would enjoy it. Yeah, he's an adopted little brother. Yeah, the reason that he's so big and strong now is that he had to climb his way out of that well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so what's up? Um, I'm just looking at Mark and Margo's Twitter comments. What's up with uh, with Mac always talking about axes? <laughs> right. Yeah. Margo, That's his thing. Mark and Margo's Twitter comment was, "LOL, Mac, don't make things worse because you have an axe to grind." <laughs> There's just like t- lots of axe puns. Shotgun axe. Like he talks about the shotgun axe. He wants a shotgun axe idea. He, uh, they should make a uh, Mac and Ash versus Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I would enjoy that. <laughs> I really like Mac as like the fish out of water, like human going up against like you know non-human problems, like he's doing now with just needing a gun. Yeah, you need that shotgun, or like he's doing now with. Um, Inhumans, but he could be going up against you know deadites or zombies or whatever. <laughs> I want like a I want like a Daryl Dixon Mac. Oh my God, um, Ash, uh, girl from Resident Evil. What's her name? Alice. 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 Just all of them working together. Mac Mac is that big to me. Like he's like that. He has no superpowers, but he just like he's such a badass. <laughs> I, lo- I love how they all. I'm have... the guy who kills Gordon. Ah, uh, that's like, I think that was the moment. That was the moment that he became. He like joined that pantheon of characters for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's just like I'm gonna kill this guy. I can't touch him, but I am going to kill him. I'm Gordon. I'm the guy who kills Gordon. Oh, so good. I really want to watch that last episode of season two again. That was a really, really fun episode. It really was. I really loved, they're in the middle of this battle, and Coulson runs up and says, Sorry, big ship, really awful signage. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry I'm late. (laughs) So good. So good. Marco Marco also said, at MCU cast, Was that the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility, the cocoon in Hell's Kitchen? Maybe a reason for our team to be in New York City later on. I would love for them to visit Hell's Kitchen and and see the Defenders. That just I mean, come on. You're not even different sides of the Marvel. Like you're all Marvel TV, all under Jeff Loeb. Surely we can have a crossover. <laughs> we can have something like that happen. Come on. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just bad guys. I mean, we already had the Creel thing, the Crusher Creel tie-in which was really cool yeah but it's real subtle oh actually shows that they're shows that they're thinking about it at least my mom visited um visited us this past weekend she stayed friday night and i showed her the first episode of daredevil that night and we ended up watching four of them before i went to bed and she kept watching after i went to bed and then when i got up the next day we watched a few more and then we went and did all of the Saturday yeah. day stuff and then came back and finished the series. Wow. She binge-watched all of it in wow. 24 hours. That is pretty impressive. Yeah. Good job, Jeff's mom. <laughs> Good job, Jeff's mom. I always liked she, your mom. She was just like, it was amazing. And she's really excited really, about really Jessica good. Jones. 
I tried to get my parents to watch uh, Daredevil. My dad has a problem. I don't know. If anyone else has this problem with your father, please tell me. My, my dad will not let me introduce him to anything. <laughs> he has like a weird, like, oh, this came from my son. It can't be good. Like yeah. a weird, like sort of pride about him where it's like, well, I didn't spontaneously think to watch this on my own, so I'm not going to watch anything anyone else recommends ever. <laughs> and he watches a lot of TV, but it's all shit. <laughs> like, it's just awful, <laughs> awful shit. <laughs> and, and, and I try to recommend these great shows, and he's just like, I don't know. He watched House of Cards last year, finally. Uh, and, and, and he kept calling me and talking to me about it and stuff, and I was like, good, you're watching, like, good TV. I like it. Like, <laughs> watch good TV. Stop watching, like, I don't know, four hours of Howard Stern every night. Whatever. Oh, like, God. You, it's just awful. Just, just shit. Just watch his shit all day. <laughs> like, there, there's really good TV now. Like, you realize that, right? Like, golden age of television right now. Like, we're, we're in a, oh, yeah. We're in a, we're in a TV re- television renaissance. <laughs> Um, we're in, we're definitely in a superhero TV renaissance. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, I've been hearing really good things about Supergirl. Have you been hearing this? I heard that on the third episode, their ratings dipped a little bit and the episode was so, so, but the first two so far have been good from what I hear. I haven't seen any, I haven't seen it. I heard the first one's ratings were insanely good. Yeah. Uh, like better than almost any of the other comic TV. Yeah. Uh, and then I heard that just the quality of the show's been really good. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, the, the trailer looked awful. Yeah, it did. I watched that, like, the first five-minute trailer. trailer so trailer. bad. Oh. <laughs> it looked like it was just... I, it looked like I was not the target audience. Yeah. And that's why I haven't checked it out. But like the, everyone's telling me it's great. It's The Devil Wears Superman. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, uh, the, devil, the Devil Wears a Cape. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I really enjoyed... Tonight on Shield, Hunter's line um, about <laughs> when he's I'm just pictures. saying what everybody's thinking. I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. He's got a hog face. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awesome. I really liked that. Um, I did not understand what he meant. No, oh, when he first said that, I was yeah, like, "Yeah, he was just." Did he say hot face? Oh no, hog like, face. Is he saying that he's attractive? Like, nope. I'm just. I'm gonna say what everybody's thinking. That is an attractive man. <laughs> and I am sorry, Fitz. No, I loved it. He was like, just like... I thought he was going I for. thought he was going to do that, too. I thought he was going to be like, I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. I'm sorry, Fitz. <laughs> You're going to lose this one. You're but no. <laughs> like, you've, you've got no chance. <laughs> you all right over there? Oh, man. I was sick uh, this weekend. Yeah. Like, sinus crap, because the weather's been changing so much. So, like, for, like, three days, three or four days, I was just down and out. And then, like, I'm bouncing back. And yeah. everything's okay now, but I still have this little cough every now and again. That sucks, man. I hate having bad coughs like that. It's like, it's a, it's a little cough that just kind of shows up. And then when I start laughing, it just makes me double over and die. <sighs> that sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, my friend. Yeah, well, it happens. Feel better. I, you know, I threw my back out at the beginning of this month and it was like the worst thing I've ever the worst like medical pain I've ever felt like whatever. I don't know what's wrong with me, but like it was real bad and I couldn't get up. Well, this was the first week I'm starting to feel sort of normal. Yeah. I've still got a little too much pain in my back, but I'm like sort of able to move around without thinking about it. Oh, pretty much this entire month I've had to be like, okay, I'm going to get off the couch now. 
Feet what first. is the best way to do this? Move right foot, push with left hand. Like <laughs> I'd like think through my movements so to avoid hurting my back. And this week's been the first week I've been like, hey, I'm moving a little bit. I'm, I'm able to, t- I can shake my booty a little bit. And that's important in my line of work. <laughs> I shake my booty for a living. <laughs> are you a hooker? Or sorry, are you a stripper? You know, I, uh, I used to work at a bar uh, every Monday night. That was the it was the only bar that was open after the strip clubs in Birmingham. Oh wow! And so all of the strippers, when they were done, would come there. So every week I had like four or five strippers at the bar watching me play, and so I ended up sitting and talking with a lot of them over the years. And uh, it's amazing how much of our jobs are similar. <laughs> like every time I'd sit down and like I'm just sitting at the bar, they'd come over, hey, I really like your music, whatever, and then like. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And we'd start talking, and they're obviously a stripper. We're like, oh, what do you do? And they're a stripper. Uh, and, and we'd talk, but it's like the amount. I'm on. We're, we're both stage performers. Obviously. We both pretty <clears> much, <throat> I don't know. It was just, just really interesting talking. If, if I go to one of your shows and you rub your guitar on my head, I'm not coming back. Come on, man. <laughs> it's part of my new act. <laughs> uh, guitar, guitar. That's that's that should be the least of your worries. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you're a musician, so you got to incorporate it somehow. <laughs> if you swing your guitar around and it's not on a strap, <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, not coming back. Good. Uh, never mind. You can't bounce back from that. Nope. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Good times. I'm just realizing how much my job is like a stripper's job. Uh, That's fair. So, I thought tonight's episode was pretty great. Tonight's episode was awesome. Finally had the the, showdown with Lash, basically. The episodes all this season so far have been really great. And this one was, like, even better. It makes me realize that, like, some of these were just kind of, like, wasting time. And I don't I don't think so. I think we've gotten a really great setup for Lash. We've like had long enough to fear him, and this was them taking down Lash. Now, yeah. I don't think this is the last we'll see of Wrapping this it season. up in a nice little bow. Given our discussion to about to go unwrap over there. <laughs> given our discussion about where where the, what is happening to these inhumans that the ATCU is taking over. Mhm. Um I think we'll see Lash before the season's over. Oh yeah, obviously. I think he'll Absolutely. come back as a true villain. Like being controlled by the ATCU, and it's going to be interesting. Either that, or he, oh, there could be that redemption storyline where he pops up and brings down the head of the ATCU. Yeah, I, I surely hope so. I surely hope we get redemption for Andrew because I feel horrible for that poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. Every time he was justifying, and I'm like, okay, that's a good excuse. It's a weird superpower to have. That's, that's a really good excuse. It's but, a it's a weird superpower to have. Going with it. <laughs> Why would the inhuman gene give him the superpower that, first of all, he's a big beast and can do whatever and electrocute people's chest? That's his powers. But he has like a. I didn't realize that the inhuman transformation actually could change your motivations, which he suddenly had an urge to to kill other inhumans. I don't know that it did that. <clears throat> That's what it said. That's what he said. He said he had like an itch on his skin to kill other inhumans. Yeah. Or do you think that's something psychological within Andrew? I think Andrew? it's probably something psychological. I don't know. The way the way they described it made it sound like it was a hunger or an instinct that he was having. Now, I would I would be down with it if it was like he's like a self-hating sort of inhuman like Well, he 
he's been judging these powered people for so long. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, he did say, you gave me this job. Yeah. And <clears throat> that was one of the justifications that I was like, come on, man, you're taking it too far. Like, right. You're saying that you have to judge these people because Phil told you so. And, like, even Phil said that, like, that's a really odd way. Or, like, that's a really... It's a really over- bad interpretation of my... Uh, bad interpretation, yeah, of, of a my, therapist. Uh, of a therapist, that's right. And, like, that's the only way that I could justify it is that he thinks that he has to judge these people because he already has been. Yeah. And now he has the power to judge and then execute if they're going to get out of hand in his Well, eye. he said, though... When he had the transformation, he started having, like, strong desire to be with other Inhumans, and he wasn't sure until he was with them what he, what that was about. But once he was with them, he couldn't help but kill them, uh, which to me made, made it sound like... Yeah, but then he changed his story. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on where he, who he is and, like, what was true and what wasn't. Yeah, we'll get more out of him. Sure. When we see him again. Well, I say let's watch the trailer for next episode and discuss next week. Are we going to watch the promo now? I think we are. I'm so excited. Guys, secondary spoiler alert for next week of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're going to watch the uh, Many Heads, One Tail trailer. Um, so, you know, if you're not interested in hearing anything about next week, uh, we'll talk to you next week about next week's episode about there's this, this actual way episode. too many next weeks in that sentence yeah um but anyway thank you for hanging out with us but we're gonna just watch this trailer and discuss a little bit so see you oh my talk about invalidating everything you've ever said what do you mean like <laughs> she's playing him he's not seeing it and they're building a group of powered people that I'm not. I mean, that that definitely isn't confirmed. That it, no, it invalidates everything I've ever thought. But he, I did, don't know what to do anymore. It did show the man who was about to fight uh, Mockingbird, like drawing something using the Force into his hands. You see that? Yeah. Uh, so that seems like they definitely have some superpowered people. It looks like the ATCU might be doing exactly what uh, one of our one of our listeners uh, one of the feedback Nathaniel uh, mentioned, uh, saying that they're they're building they're building. They're building their own team. That seems like it might be what's happening on this episode. Yeah. Uh, well, it, and I don't know if we'll get that revealed this episode. They definitely asked the question, if they're not if they're not finding a cure, what are they doing? Hmm. I'm excited. Oh, uh, man. I'm, I'm a little worried they're going to be using, like, Hydra reprogramming. Oh. Uh, which I the don't... The Faust Chamber? Well, yeah. Uh, or or whatever, whatever form of uh, mind brainwashing they want to use. Um, but yeah, the Faust Chambers is what we had last season, so that's what I'm thinking. I bet they're going to be brainwashing these folks to work for them. Brainwashing is rough. You know, I, I feel would like much Marvel's... rather them convince them to work with them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I feel like Marvel's doing a lot of of brainwashing, mind control. They have, they have. I mean, kind of trope. Not a ton. Uh, they, they they seem like they've done it once on every show <laughs> and movie. <laughs> yeah. they've, done, they've only really done it on a couple of movies, uh, but they've done it about once on every show. So, yeah, possible. Well, that's exciting. That uh, just confirms all of my excitement for next week. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in with us this week. Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. We'll be back with you next Wednesday night. Thank you.